Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Call me Shiny, mister. Shiny Steel. Ah, shiny Steel, huh? Well, you sound like a character out of a comic strip. Shiny Steel and round as a wheel. That's me, mister. With all the exercise you get, I'd say you ought to work some of that weight off you. It's the weight behind the cloth that puts the shine on those shoes, mister. When I get through, you'll be able to use your shoes for a looking glass. <laughs> and with a face like mine, I avoid mirrors whenever possible. That's the scar on your cheek. Where'd you get it? I bought it. Another guy had one, and I liked it. Okay with you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, all done, mister. All right, nice job, fella. That's the best shoe shot I've ever had. Yeah. How much we owe you, friend? Usual price, mister. Fifty dollars. And now, meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Blackie, get out of here. How can you say that, Faraday? How can you tell me to get out of here when you don't even know where you are? Ha-ha. I know where I am, all right. I'm in my office. And I'm up to my ears on a murder case. You're lucky. The case has reached the point where you have no feeling whatsoever. I'll ask you once more. Are you going to get out of here? No. Well, looks like we're at a standstill, Faraday, which is just where you'll be with your murder case, without my help. I'll take my chances. In that case, I like the murderer's chances of beating the rap. Yeah. It's a little Joe murder you're working on, isn't it? So? So he was an underworld character, and like all the rest, a rat. He knew he was on the spot, so he came to see me just before he was killed, and we talked. If a guy comes to see you, what else would he do? Sit there like a dummy? It's possible. You do that rather well. Uh -oh. But look, pal, I didn't come here to match wits with you. If I had, I would have left mine home so we could start even. Uh -huh. I came to tell you that little Joe gave me a tip on a counterfeiting mob. Count? Who cares about counterfeiting? I'm interested in the killers of little Joe. You know who they are? No, but they're tied up with this phony money ring. I'll tell you that. Now, I'll tell you something else. I'm going to help you bust that ring. You think? Which is more than I can say to you. Huh? I said I'm going to help you, and I am. If you'll just get it through that ten-ply skull of yours that I know what I'm talking about, then we'll get somewhere. I want you to get somewhere right now. Out of here. Now, how many times do I have to tell you that? How many times do I have to tell you that I can crack this case wide open if you'll only listen to me? Okay, okay, I'll listen. Anything to get rid of you. Well, I'm listening. That's the best thing you do. Little Joe was killed because he found out where and how the counterfeiters were passing their money. Where are they going? At a shoeshine stand run by a guy named Shiny Steel. I watched it being done this morning. I saw a shiny slip of bill to some guy, and I know the password is being used. You know how the money is passed? Yes. You'll come down there, stand at the corner, and watch, and I'll show you. 
So let's go to the shoe shine place so I can polish off this case. Come with your range to take care of little Joe's body. Yeah, Mr. Hanley. Some of the boys took him to the funeral parlor just a little while ago. Good. Did he get the nice funeral? Flowers and all. We'll get in the best. But, uh, who's going to watch the Arnold gang now that he's done? I'll pick a man later. They'd better be smart, little Joe, not to let the Arnold boys know they're being watched and stay away from people like Boston Blackie. Look, isn't there a better way to get in on Arnold's racket? He's making the best phony stuff I ever saw. That he is. Tell me, what are we going to do about the killing of little Joe? Well, he was one of our boys. So we kill one of Arnold's men, of course. Nice job you don't, Johnny. Oh, it's a nice job, mister, when you come to shiny steel. There you are. All done. Well, how much do we owe you, friend? Huh? Oh, the usual price. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Hey, there you are. Thank you, mister. Thank you. You're welcome. I was my best friend up from there trying some time. Uh, Blackie, how did it go? Friday was great. I gave him $50 and he put me in the bill right inside of my shoe here. Where? Right here. Look. Here it is. Hmm? And look at the amount of the bill. $100. A hundred for a fifty, huh? And that century note looks like a little McCoy. That's what these boys claim, Friday. They say that phony money is so good it can't be detected. Except by an expert. Hmm. But come on. Let's go into the bank on the street and I'll prove it to me. It better be. What do you mean, better be? It has to be. Uh, what were the secret words you used to get him to slip the bill into your shoes? Little Joe gave me the words. When the shine was finished, I was to say, How much do we owe you, friend? I did, and I got the money. Clear $100 bill. Okay, so you get it. Now let us get to the bank. It's right down the block. That bill isn't the only clear thing around here. Thanks, fellow, the hundred dollar bill, Blackie, and he took it inside somewhere. All right, so what? So we'll be back in a minute and tell us out of it. And we'll add Tiny, the shoe sign man, check back through him and find little Joe's shoes. Just like that, huh? Certainly. A hundred has to be a pony. Nobody's stupid enough to give hundred dollar bills out for fifty dollars. Okay. A present company accepted, of course. If the teller weren't coming, I'd have an answer for me. All right, sir. What was that? You wanted five tens and ten fives? Oh, thank you. But, huh? You mean you cashed that bill? Well, of course, sir. Didn't you expect me to? Say not. That bill's counterfeit. No, sir, it's not. This bill is perfectly legitimate. Even the best counterfeit job in the world couldn't reproduce a bill like this. <laughs> well, Blackie, it looks like you're wrong. Again. I can't be wrong. This hundred must be counterfeit. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, but it's not. Oh, no. I said that before. But not this isn't Blackie. Uh, you hear how wrong you are. Uh, so often. Faraday, why would anybody give me a hundred dollar bill for fifty dollars? Maybe the government is having a sale. How do I know? All I know is that it isn't possible. And don't forget that little Joe was killed for being mixed up in this counterfeit Uh oh, that sounded like a shot. Good money looks like counterfeit to you now. A backfire sounds like a shot. All right, go on home. Hey, there's some excitement down there at the corner, Faraday. Come on. Hey, something did happen. That suicide stand, too. And you thought that noise was a backfire, didn't you? Somebody's been shot, and I know who. Stop thinking. I wouldn't be wasting my time following you around. Let us through. Let us through, please. Come on, Mr. Police. Let us through there. All right, get back. Get back. 
Uh-uh. Johnny, the two sign man, Friday. Uh, yeah. Somebody really let him have it good, too. Great. Now I have two murders on my hands. Two murders and a crazy guy who keeps babbling about counterfeit money. And I'm going to keep talking about it, Faraday. But there's a difference between you and me. I'm going to do something about it, too. I don't even know his name. 
I don't know why real money is being sold cut rate, and I don't know who's in back of all this. You know something, Blackie? What? It's absolutely amazing what you don't know about this case. And now back to Boston Blackie. Little Joe of the Hanley Mob comes to Boston Blackie with information about the Arnold Gang, reputed counterfeiters, and is killed for his trouble. With information supplied by Little Joe, Blackie receives a $100 bill from the counterfeiters for 50 of his own. But much to his surprise, the $100 bill is proved to be genuine. Later, one of the counterfeiter gang, Shiny Steele, is murdered to avenge the death of Little Joe. And the two rival gang leaders decide to merge. As we return to our story, Hanley and Arnold are in Arnold's printing plant. Here's where I make my stuff, Henry. You like my shop? Well, the shop's not much to look at, but I sure like to look at the stuff that comes out of it, Arnold. <laughs> Good, isn't it? I can't tell if no real stuff. Let me see that sensory note again, will you? Doesn't it? Feels good, too, doesn't it? Uh, I better turn this press off. Looks like the real thing, Arnold. The real thing. I'd take this for a legitimate century note any day. So would any bank. I know. That's what gets me. That's what's going to get us. A few hundred thousand dollars, too. A partner? Yeah, I like that. Partner. But I'd sure like to know something. What? I know this money's queer. I see you making it, but how do you make it so good, Arnold? How do you do it? Sorry, Henley. We're partners. You get half the profit. But how I do it, I keep to myself. Ninth floor. The man said ninth floor, Faraday. Ninth floor, sure. But so what, Blackie? Must be 50 or 60 rooms on this floor. What? Well, in 50 or 65, we got to find the guy I'm looking for. Blackie, I think it's just another of your schemes to waste my time. When you try to think, that's a waste of time, Faraday. So you say. Who dug up the dope that the talk around at the Hanley and the Arnold mob for working together on this money racket? You did, and congratulations. All right, and what probably happened is this. Little Joe was spying on the Arnold boys for his boss, so Arnold had him killed. In the turn, Hanley killed Shiny Steele, an Arnold man. And then the Hanley and Arnold decided to work together. That's the report I got anyway. Sounds reasonable enough. And I've got an idea how I'm going to use that information when and as if I find the guy I followed to this hotel. Uh, you haven't told me yet how we find him. What do we do? Yell fire? That's surprisingly close, Faraday. What? But I have a better idea than that. An idea I took the precaution of phoning the fire department about before we got here. I've always wanted to break the glass in one of these little fireboxes. Now, what's your head? No, no, Blackie, don't. Oh, I'm sorry, Faraday. I guess I didn't hear you tell me not to do it. Now, pull down the lever, say. Hey, what? Well, what do you know, Faraday? I rang the bell. I hope the fire department rings your neck. Look, Faraday, we're having company out here in the hall. Quite a lot of people. And I ought to haul you off the jail. For... Well, where's your man? I'm looking for him. Oh, I see him, Faraday. There he is. He just came out of 909. Yeah, we've got to tell these people there's no fire before we have a panic. It's all right, everybody. It was just a fire drill. Routine test. Go back to your room. Go back. There's no fire. All right, let's go talk to your man, Mikey. No, Faraday. You go, and I'll talk to him. I won't get anything out of him unless you get out of here. 
dozen scars to match the, the one on your chin. You're going to get more. I'm going to keep clipping you. Tell him I hit me again. I, I had enough lucky. Good. So have I. Now, what's your name? Davis. Johnny Davis. Okay, Davis. Now, we're getting somewhere. And besides, exhausted. You bought a $100 bill from Sandy Steele this morning, didn't you? You paid $50 for it. What makes you think so? I saw you do it. Why do you think I went to all this trouble to find you? You bought that bill, didn't you? Yeah, if you say I did, I don't want to argue with you. I don't like the logic you use. Okay, I bought it. Let's see it. I don't have it now. I took it to a bank. You got a small bill for it? Yeah. You know, that's counterfeit money, David. If it was, the bank didn't know it. I know. Counterfeit money's so good, not even experts on it. It doesn't sound possible, does it? No. Never would have touched it if I thought it wouldn't pass for the real thing. Johnny guaranteed it would when I was told to contact him. You'd like a few thousand dollars of it, wouldn't you? Who wouldn't? Well, I have an idea you're going to get a chance to buy all you want. Did Shiny ever say you could buy a lot of it? Yeah, he did. He said the gang would contact me when they were ready to sell. I gave Johnny my private phone number. I thought so. Well, you're going to sit right here till they do. So, uh, let's go to dinner, huh? We may have a long wait. Okay. Thought Davis when the gang called. I'm going to answer. Why? Because after I answer that phone, the guys I'm looking for are going to answer to the law. Homicide, Faraday. Not in my office, Miss Leslie, I'm glad to say. Well, then where is he? It's been two hours since he promised to call me. It's been three hours since I left him. Oh, Inspector, I... I know, I know. You're worried. But I'm worried, too. And I have two murders unsolved. And there's a gang of counterfeiters in town so good that even experts say their money is real. Oh, but Inspector Faraday, that can't be. Mm, that can't be, Miss Leslie, but it is. And I can't be stopped either, but I am. <laughs> Henry, I think it's time we call David to the hotel. I think he's about ready to buy. Now, this is where we make the first killing, is it, Arnold? <laughs> How much are we going to let him buy? Oh, I think we've probably convinced him $25,000 worth. Which we split 50-50, eh? Partner? Yes. Partner? 50-50. <laughs> the easiest money we ever made, too. Made? Good word for it. Uh, yes. Hello? David? Yes, this is David. David, I understand you were one of the tiny steals. That's custom. Yes, it was. I heard he was killed. Yes, so am I. Uh, how did you like Tiny's work? Best you shine in Glad to hear it. Uh, but how about his other work? The best buy in town. Glad to hear that, too. You didn't have any trouble, did you? No, I didn't. The price was right. No, Good. How would you like a lot of Tiny's work? Say, $25,000 worth. I'd like that very much. Right. Right. Well, you ought to know. The usual price. One half in real money. One half, huh? Well, I don't think we'll be able to do business then. No? Why not? Well, I, uh, had a better offer. Rival, you know. Rival, not. A better offer? Right. Better offer from someone else. Said he was with you temporarily, but that wouldn't last long. Come on. Wait a minute, David. Uh. Henley. What's the matter? You know what's the matter. You contacted David, didn't you? No. Look, I took you in as a partner, not as a double partner. 
I told you about Davis. You made him a proposition. I did. Oh, yes, you did. You made him a better offer. You're crazy, Arnold. I never even heard of him until just now. I will put that son away. Sure. After I put a slug in you. Blackie, when are you going to let me out of here? When we get results from that trick of mine about Hanley making you a better offer, David. How is that guy going to help? You'll find out, I hope. I'll get that. Well? David? Yes, it's David. About that offer you got from someone else. That better offer. Yeah? Well, you can forget about it, David, because the guy who made it is dead. How do you know? I just killed him. Oh. Now I suggest you get down here and do business with me. I guess I have no choice now, do I? Only one, David. And you know what it is. Yes, I know. Well, where do I go? 2020, Lawrence Road. Okay, I'll be down right away. Now, Davis, looks as if my plan worked just the way I thought it would. And can I get out of here? Yes, you're going to get out of here, Davis. With me right behind you. And you're going down to that address and buy that counterfeit money. And what if I don't want it? I think you'll want to, Davis. I've got a lot more of my special logic in case you start getting stubborn again. <laughs> is always right. Have the money with you? Yeah. And you're going to do business with me and not my late partner. Uh-huh. Listen, it was costly to kill Henry, so I'm but going to charge you with the... Uh, will you listen to me? This is a trap. What? Trap I'm not alone. Boston Black is just outside that door waiting for you to make a deal with me. Why, you... I couldn't help it, Arnold. I you have an idea. Yes, but... Yes. Black is just outside that door. Well, I have a gun, too. I'll just go over and open this door and give Black in case you die. Watch this. All right, Blackie, I'm Come back. Come back in, Arnold. Don't turn around until I tell you to. He's in back of the Arnold. Huh? What? Nice double crossing, David. Huh? But I expected it and came around the back way. Drop that gun before I drop Maybe the Arnold. Maybe drop it. Don't pick up that gun, Arnold. Faraday and his men will do it for you. When they come to pick you up. Oh, so am I, Mary. I mean, if I hadn't anticipated a double cross from a certain Mr. Davis, I wouldn't be back. I'd be flat on my back. Don't you think I'm entitled to an explanation of what happened? How those fellows were able to make such wonderful counterfeit bills? Oh, Mary, the counterfeit bills they were making were terrible. But they passed at the bank. No, Mary. Here's what happened. In order to set up Davis and a couple of other suckers for a big bill, a fellow named Arnold passed out a number of good hundred-dollar bills using shiny steel, the boot black, as a silver one. He passed out good money? Yeah, half price. Then when Davis and the others found that even a bank would cash the bills, they'd be prepared to buy the counterfeit money in big amounts. Ah, pretty cute. No question about that. As soon as I realized that's what the plan had to be, Faraday tipped me off with the Arnold and Hanley interest to emerge. I got the idea of playing one against the other, and I did. With the result that Arnold killed Hanley. You know, you're very clever sometimes, Blackie. What do you mean, sometimes? Oh, most of the time, then. That's better. Blackie. 
Put your arm around me, will you? Now, that's something really better. 